Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for October 16, 2023. We're teaching a series, I'm teaching a series, on the parables of Jesus, and we're going through parable by parable by parable. We've gone through three parables so far, and today we're going to start our journey on a new parable. It's the parable of the rich fool. <laughs> there was a man that had a lot of money, but his confidence was in that money, and then he woke up one day, he was making all of these plans, and in other words, Jesus kind of illuminated the fact that he was foolish to place his confidence in earthly riches. So this is the parable of the rich fool. The title of today's message, Pearls from the Parables, part 78, do not trust in riches. Put in the chat, I do not put my confidence in money, or I do not put my confidence in riches. I put my confidence in God. I want you to open up your heart and get ready to receive the word of God this morning. All right, so before we actually get into the parable, uh, there is a, a scripture that we've been looking at all year. It's Psalms 126 and verse 4, and I want to go back to it again this morning. The Bible says, now, Lord, do it again. Say, Lord, do it again. Do it again for me. Restore us to the former glory. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until dry hearts are drenched again. So what, what we've been believing God for at our church is that in 2023, this is a season of refreshing and restoring for us. So if there's any area of your life that has dried up, then we're praying, and you know, I've been illuminating this to you every day, for the Lord to drench your heart again with his presence, to give you a fresh wind, a fresh fire, a fresh anointing, a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. Say amen to that. You got it? You, what you never want is for your life to, to, to dry up or to lose the passion or the fervor or the zeal that you once had. So as you walk with God, you should be increasing and not decreasing. It's forward ever, backward never, the best is yet to come. And so in this series, I've already covered the parable of the sower, the parable of the talents, and the parable of the barren fig tree. Today, we get to the parable of the rich fool. So let me just say this before I actually get into the teaching. I'm, a couple of things. One is I'm glad the Bible has a lot to say about money. Um, and then two is, I'm glad the Holy Spirit is leading me to teach this. Um, I know that there's some people say, oh man, all these people talk about his money. First of all, if you listen to me, I've been doing this for 26 years. I barely ever talk about money. Um, so I, there's so many things that I, that I teach that are not financially related. But I'm glad that as we're going through the parables, this is a topic that is in the Bible that we get to address as well. Because I think, I know for me personally, because I was not taught from the word of God concerning finances um, and the church I grew up in and the family I grew up in almost vilified money. It was like, oh, rich people this, rich, rich people that, they're going to hell. And don't put your, your, you know, don't store up for yourself treasures on this world and all of this stuff. And so it, it, money was almost vilified to the point where it was either a choice, like you either have to have God or money, but you can't have both because the Bible says either you would love one 
and hate the other or be attached to one and despise the other, you cannot serve God in the spirit of mammon, right? So all of this is true. Like you can't serve God and mammon, but that doesn't mean that there's not biblical evidence for people that God made very rich with earthly possessions. And then those people use those earthly possessions to advance God's kingdom plans and purposes. So anyway, that said, let's get into uh, this parable. So what I want to do is the parable is found in Luke chapter 12, verses 16 through 21. But I also want to read for you verses 13 through 15 to give you some context. And then I'm also going to read another scripture and then we'll give you some stuff for, for this morning. So Luke chapter 12, verses 13 through 15, this is the context. Someone in the crowd said to him, Jesus, hey, teacher, tell my brother to divide his inheritance with me. Jesus replied, man, who appointed me a judge? Why am I going to be like an arbitrator between you two brothers? Then he said unto them, you need to be careful. You need to watch out. Be on guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in the abundance of things. So there's a guy that came and said, hey, Jesus, you're the teacher around here. You're the, you're, you're the one that everybody's following. So tell my brother to give some of that money to me. <laughs> and so he was like, man, you got to be careful not to allow your heart to be full, become full of greed. Life is more than just stuff. And then he taught this parable. So this is the parable that he said. All right, well, let me give you a story because, you know, a parable is a story. He says, the ground of a certain rich man yielded abundant harvest. So he thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store all of my crops. I got so much stuff. Oh my God, I don't even know where to put it. I got so much stuff, I don't even know where to put it. So he says, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I will tear down the barns that I have and build even greater barns so that I can store my surplus, surplus of grain. He said, not only do I have, but I have a surplus, I have overflow, I have abundance, I have more than enough. I'm just gonna build more and more barns right? This is what I'm going to do with all the stuff that I have. I'm going to build more storehouses to store it all. And then he says, I'll say to myself, you have plenty of grain laid, laid up for many years. He said this, once I have it all stored up, I'm going to say to myself, hey, buddy, you good. Take life easy. Go eat and drink and be merry. Once I stored up all of this stuff and I have so much stuff that I will never run out, then I could just go chill out and say, you know what? Now I can take it easy and I'm just going to eat and I'm going to drink and I'm going to be merry. And then Jesus said, but God said to him, you fool, this very night, <laughs> you will get what you have prepared for yourself. This is how it will be for whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich towards God. He says, this very night, you're going to get what you stored up for yourself. And he wasn't talking about going to heaven. He was talking about going to hell. And then he says, this is how it's going to be with people that are rich, but they're not rich towards God. They're just rich in earthly stuff. That last verse is verse 21. Let me read to you verse 21 in the New Living Translation and in the Message Bible. In the New Living, it says, yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not to have a rich relationship with God. Verse 21, there's nothing wrong with the earthly wealth just as long as you have a relationship with God. Verse 21, that's what happens when you fill your barn with self and not with God. You want to fill your life with self and not with God? Tonight, you fool, your life will be required of you. Ephesians 4 and 28 is another scripture that I'm going to tie to all of this. 
over the next few days. But let me just read it for you right now. Ephesians 4 and 28, the Bible says from the Passion Translation, if any of you has stolen from someone else, never do it again. Stop stealing. Instead, be industrious, earn an honest living. Go out there and work for it and earn an honest living. And then when you have money, guess what? You'll have enough to be a blessing to other people. The point is, when you have stuff, you're supposed to be a blessing. You are Say this, put this in the chat. I am blessed to be a blessing. All right, so let me set the stage. Yesterday, uh, my pastor, Tony Brazelton, uh, taught from, he mentioned this parable. He also mentioned Ephesians 4 and 28. That kind of prompted me and I prayed. I said, Lord, can I talk about this tomorrow? And he said, yeah, you can talk about it. And so over the next few days, I'm going to be talking about this uh, and I'm excited to be able to talk about it. But let me just set the stage. As we've studied the parables of Jesus, I hope you've been enjoying the lessons. If you've been enjoying it, put in the chat what you've been you know, gleaning. Say, yes, I've been enjoying it or whatever you've been gleaning from the lessons. One of the things that I know, I know I've been enjoying it. I love the parables is because these are a parable is an earthly story with a supernatural meaning. And these topics of the parables, they resonate. They resonate with a lot of us, right? And so we get into this. This is another one that's going to resonate because it, it deals with people's ambitions. It deals with like, what are you going to do with your life? It deals with where are you at in your life? One of the people that I know, like, I guess from an earthly perspective, the richest man that I know from an earthly perspective he, he has this philosophy that, that I, I think is, is right. He talks about three stages of life, the earn, I mean, the learn phase, the earn phase, and the return phase. And you don't have to wait till you get to the return phase to start returning. But my point is, he's at a point where he's now spending the rest of his life trying to give away the money that he earned. And the more that he gives, the more God gives to him. And so now he's advancing kingdom God's kingdom plans and purposes all, all over the world. He's sowing into, into kingdom businesses. He's giving away. He's just, you know, being a blessing. And he's trying to do that. And there's nothing wrong with that when your heart is right towards God. And so this really speaks to the essence of life. Like, what are you going to do? People dream like, what am I going to do with my life? A lot of it has to do with money because the Bible says in this world, money answers all things. So as the scene unfolds, there's a man that comes to Jesus and is like, hey, man, uh, my brother got this inheritance and I need you to tell him to give me some of that money. <laughs> and Jesus is like, look, first of all, don't get me involved in your stuff. I mean, like, I don't have nothing to do with that. Uh, second of all, you got to be careful. He says, watch out, be on guard against all kinds of greed. Check your heart. Don't, don't be greedy. Life is more than just material possessions. And then he went on to give uh, this parable, and the parable is about the rich fool. The ri And then, so in this parable, this rich fool is making plans, and then he doesn't realize that you could be here today and gone today. Life is but a vapor. Put in the chat, life is but a vapor. So this man is basking in his grand plans of his prosperity and all of the things, and then all of a sudden, God says, no, tonight your life is required of you. So as we think about this parable, we got some questions. I have some questions for you, really for me too. Where is your heart? Like, where is your heart anchored? What is your focus? What are you living for? Are you living for God to advance his kingdom plans and purposes? Or are you just living for you and you just want more stuff, right? I know people, even in my family, unfortunately, that are close to me, that all they're all about stuff, like another car another, you know, this, another house, another piece of property. 
And uh, one of them, every time he buys something, and it's like, you know, I, I don't even think you, the person realizes it. It's like, oh, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. And and then people are like, okay, I got it. I got you. Bought, you got another one. I mean, like, that's fine. Like, but at the end of the day, hey, how about this? Hey, let's go be a blessing over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, nah, that's not for me. Listen, what is your life about? Your life just can't be about stuff. Now, if you like stuff, God will, if you like something, God will give you 50 of them, right? That's not the problem. The problem is not the stuff. The problem is your heart. What is your heart in? And so as I'm introducing this parable to you, uh, put in the chat, say, God can give me stuff. God can give you stuff if your heart is right towards him. That's not the issue. The issue is your heart can't be in those things. So as I'm just introducing, I have a lot to say about this parable. I'm just introducing it to you today. What I did today was I said, okay, Lord, let me just do like some quick nuggets. So I have 10 things to share with you this morning that'll all be quick. I'll go through these 10 quick things and then we'll get into this parable in the days to come. You got it? All right. So 10 quick things about the rich fool and us. You got it? Here we go. Number one, the value of your life cannot be measured in material possessions. Put in the chat, my life is more than just things. The value of your life cannot be measured in material possessions. True wealth is measured in purpose and in godly character, not about currency. So possessions are temporary, but the impact that we can have in this world is eternal. We can leave a legacy of righteousness and our value, our worth is intrinsic. Say this, say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. So our value is intrinsic. It's not based on, oh, God is not going to say, oh, he's valuable because he has a lot of stuff or she's valuable because she has a lot of stuff. No, we're valuable because we're valuable in God's eyes. But if you make your life about money, you're going to not only waste the one life that you get chasing it, but you may actually wind up eternally condemned because of it. If you make your life about money, like this guy, hey fool, tonight your life will be required of you and you can be eternally condemned because you made your life about money and not about Jesus. Say amen to that. Number two, earthly wealth offers no guarantees about a secure future. So this guy was making all of these plans. This guy was saying, oh man, my future is great. And, and God was like, tonight your soul is required of you. This is why your trust and your confidence has to be in God, not in stuff. Godly provision is different than the world's provision. And so, so God's provision is consistent. I can focus on God and whatever God wants me to do, I'll do. And wherever he wants me to go, I'll go. But if you're just focused on accumulating things, then you're, you're not, you're focused on the temporary and you're not focused on the eternal and your future is not secured. My future is secure because my focus is not on stuff. My focus is on God. Put in the chat, my future is secure. Put in the chat, my future is secure because my life is about God. Number three, prosperity without a purpose can lead to misplaced priorities. I've taught you many times about prosperity with a purpose, about money with a mission, about you know how God can give you stuff so that you can fund his kingdom plans and purposes all around the world. So true prosperity is understanding the kingdom of God and advancing his kingdom. God wants to affect with effects and influence the people of this world and the systems of this world. But if all you're doing is living a life to accumulate things, your priorities are out of order because now money has you instead of you having money. And that's dangerous. Tonight, your soul can be required of you. Number four, true riches is found in your relationship with God. Put in the chat, I have a relationship with God. 
My, my life consists of my relationship with God. Put in the chat, I have things money cannot buy. Man, I had purpose. I look in the mirror and I love and I like what I see. I, you know, I go to sleep at night and I sleep well and my, and my sleep is sweet. I get up in the morning and I have peace and I have a peace that passes on understanding. Put in the chat, I have things that money cannot buy. And so yet I have clarity, I have purpose, I have focus, I have grace, I have contentment. And because I have all of that, God can give me money because I understand that money is the least of all riches. Put in the chat, money is the least of all riches. I have true riches and then God can give me money too because I understand that money is the least of all riches. Say amen to that. Number five. Planning for your future without God is an exercise in futility. These are all these things that, that we can glean from this parable. This guy was planning for the future, and that night his soul was required of him. Proverbs 16 and 9 says that we can have plans, many other plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord who orders his steps. So God can give us guidance. God can determine outcomes. My pastor, Tony Brazelton, says all the time, it's God who determines outcomes. Put in the chat, God determines my outcome. Even with all the things that I'm doing, even in business or in career or with my children or whatever, it's God who determines the outcome, man. There's some things that I can't control. And so my focus and my future is all about God and the plans that he made for me from the foundations of the world. Say amen to that. Number six, greed can blind us to the true treasures of life. Let me say it this way. Greed narrows vision while attitude, an attitude of gratitude and grace will open up your heart to the things of God. So when you, I talk a lot about opening your heart to the things of God because the grace of God, the, the anointing of God, the calling of God is like this. But when you're greedy, you're focused just on you. It's like me and my four and no more. And watch this. You could be broke and greedy. You could be a person that doesn't have a lot of possessions that say, oh, I'm, all I want is enough for me. That's still selfish. Like, so you, what you want is to accomplish God's kingdom plans and purposes. What you want, 1 Timothy 6 and 6 says, contentment with godliness is great gain. I want to be able to be content. I want to be able to walk in godliness. I want to be able to have enough to meet the needs of my situation and to give to every good and charitable work. And so my heart is like this, open, not and I greedy. I'm not just focused on me. I'm focused on being a blessing. Put in the chat, I am blessed to be a blessing. Number seven, earthly abundance doesn't equate to spiritual prosperity. There are people that are earthly rich and spiritually corrupt. I was talking to one not too long ago who has a lot of money. And when I was talking about the things of God, the guy said, well, I'm not real religious. You know, I'm not real religious. You know, and he's a uh, He's, he's in my family. He's like, uh, I'm not religious, like you know. And I know you talk about that God stuff and the Bible and all of that. And I'm like, yo, dude, I'm not religious either. But you gotta make sure your heart is right towards God. Having all that money is not gonna do anything for you when your soul is required of you. Like, I mean, like, let's make sure that we know Jesus. <laughs> like, let's make sure we got our priorities in order. This guy had his priorities in the wrong order, and so. Mark 8 and 36, Jesus famously asked the question, what does it profit a man if he would gain the whole world and yet lose his soul? What will a man give in exchange for his soul? What amount of money would, it, would, would you give or, or pursue or receive 
to then spend eternity in hell. I know people don't talk about hell today, but it's in the Bible. I, I, I preach the whole Bible. So listen, you need to, your heart has to be right towards God. Put in the chat, my heart is right towards God. Number eight, our time on this earth is limited. So listen, we got to use it wisely. The Bible talks about the short time that we have on this planet. So you got to invest on thing, in things that are eternal. Invest, get an eternal return on investment, right? Invest in things that are more than just temporary things. Focus on the things of God. Once again, God is not opposed to you having stuff. God can give you all things richly to enjoy, but your focus has to be on him and not on things. I only have two more to go. Number nine, wealth can be a barrier to recognizing your dependence on God. There's a lot of teaching on the Bible on this, and maybe when I get through this parable, I'll talk you know, about different places. But people who are very wealthy, the accumulation of things can become a hindrance if your heart is not right. If you place your confidence in that stuff, instead of placing your confidence in God, it makes you self-reliant and self-righteous. And you're running the risk of missing out on your eternal security and your eternal presence with God. Eternal life is what you can give up if you're going to live your life focused on things instead of focused on God. Those with tremendous wealth are susceptible to pl placing their trust in riches. And you now, conversely, you can be rich and humble. Put in the chat. I can be rich and humble. You can be rich and humble. You can be, you could be have earthly possessions and still have a heart that loves God. You can have earthly possessions and still have a heart that says, Lord, I'm going to do whatever you want me to do. I'm going to sow into your kingdom plans and purposes. That's great, but it is difficult. It's easier, Jesus said, for a camel to make it through an eye of a needle than for a rich man to make it into heaven. Lastly, number 10, the pursuit of material gain can distance us from eternal values. So listen, we don't have a lot of time on this planet. So if you're going to spend your life focused on money, 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 money. All right. Anyway, I don't know why I did that. If you're going to spend your life focused on that and not focused on the things of God, you're going to be wasting valuable time. You don't have a lot of time. And so you got to seek first the kingdom, his righteousness. And then Jesus said, you know what? If you spend your life chasing things, you might ruin it. But if you spend your life chasing God and his kingdom and not chasing things, you, you might actually wake up one morning and realize that things are chasing you. Where God can give you things that do not distract from your heavenly purpose. God can give you things that will cause his kingdom to advance in this world. We got to chase God and his purpose so that we don't waste the time that we have on this earth, which is not a lot of time. And another thing too, is that if you waste the time that you have on this planet, not only are you wasting the time that you have here, but you are negatively impacting the world to come. So you and I, we have to think about the now and the next. And so when we have the right focus, we can actually be a blessing in the now and enjoy the next. But if you have the wrong focus, you're going to be accumulating things in the now, and you may not like the next. Let's be honest. There are more people going to hell than there are going to heaven. And so you got to be careful to check your heart and do not place your confidence or your trust in earthly riches, where moth and rust does corrupt and where thieves do break in and steal.
All right? I know, oh, here we go, Rick. Why are you talking about money? Look, it's in the Bible, man. I'm just talking about what's there. We're going to go through this parable. It's going to be a blessing to you. Stick with me. Tune in tomorrow. Don't talk about, oh, well, he's talking about money. I don't want to deal with that. Listen, come back. I'm talking about having your heart right towards God in this area and every area. You got it? All right, let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, this is a season of refreshing and restoring for me. So I boldly declare that my value is not tied to my possessions. My worth is rooted and grounded in you. I trust in your provision and not the fleeting security of the things of this world. I seek purpose and meaning beyond material gain. I anchor my heart in your eternal truths. My relationship with you, God, is my real treasure. So I feed my soul on your word and your Holy Spirit guides my path daily. I renounce greed and pride. I embrace humility and grace. And I live dependent upon you. I invest my time and my resources in things that are eternal. You guide my steps and you can give me earthly riches because my heart is right towards you. So living with this mindset, I know greater is coming for me. And when the greater comes, it will not ruin me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Tomorrow, I'm going to have another one. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, you should want my notes. You get my notes for free. Go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. I want you to have an amazing day. Greater is coming for you. Do me a favor, two things. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. Talk to people about this. This is our heart needs to be right in this area. You got it? Have an amazing day. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material. And there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.